Professor Andre Swart, the Executive Dean of the Faculty of Health Sciences. Uh, Professor Ruben uh, Allen, uh, welcome. Uh, Professor William Harris, our respondent this evening to the inaugural lecture. Senior leaders of the university, and a special welcome to uh, Mr. Franz Barleni, our former deputy chair and member of council. A warm welcome also to um, other uh, leaders of uh, various um, organizations, including the SRC uh, and so on at the university. So members of Senate and other academics, distinguished guests, ladies and gentlemen, Sani Bonani, Khuinad, good evening. Tobela, just bringing some energy into the room. <laughs> Although there was more than enough energy around 12.22, I know, in this room. <laughs> so um, <clears throat> it's indeed a, a great honor and a very special privilege for me to extend a warm welcome uh, to each one of you to the professorial inauguration of Professor Alan Rubin. And so as I do so, I express a warm welcome to his loved ones, his special guests, and his friends, and in particular his colleagues. This is indeed a proud and a joyful, yet a landmark moment for all of you, uh, for Professor Rubin, of course, and indeed for all of us here at UJ, and I should say in higher education in South Africa and beyond. I say that... This is a distinct privilege and honor for me because, and I say with uh, due regard to members of Senate and to members of Council, that uh, there are three things that give me great joy as Vice-Chancellor. One of them is welcoming our first year class at the beginning of the year. Great joy. Um, the second, of course, is our graduation ceremonies, 60 of them during the course of the year, during which we graduated last year 11,600 students. Uh, and then for me, the third, and perhaps the most important of these, is the professorial inaugural lecture. And so I therefore say, not neither lightly um, nor uh, do I take for granted the significance and the importance of this occasion, which I hope will become uh, more evident in my remarks, which I promise you won't be long because I'm not the star of the show. So inaugurations, many a times pompous and decadent, but hopefully mostly dignified, well-meaning and unsullied, we are told, date back to ancient Greece as the opportunity for the formal investiture of a person assuming a high office. And so it marks the formal assumption of that office or position of authority. And so today is the day that marks the rites of passage, three years later, um, and the entry of Professor Rubin into the distinguished community of university's most senior scholars. And so today is that symbolic day um, of the formal assumption of the high office. And so this is indeed an office and a position of authority and leadership which we shall not assume lightly, but shall do so with considerable and ongoing thought, reflection, deliberation 
and dare I add, presence of mind. I'm of course reminded again that augurations usually follow well after the actual appointment to the role or to the post and are often a test and an indication as to whether the incumbent still finds the now somewhat older familiar role of office as interesting as at the time of the interview. And so we shall observe Professor Rubin tonight with more than an ordinary level of interest. I remarked earlier that the professorial inauguration is as important to the incumbent and their loved ones and colleagues as it is to the university in the universal sense. I say this since the inaugural lecture is as much a reflection on the state and the intent of the contemporary university and therefore how it measures up or conversely how Professor Rubin measures up to the state and the intent of the contemporary university in his inaugural lecture this evening entitled The Eye, Its Wonders and Its Imperfections. On these auspicious occasions, I often remark on and remind us, and, and I look at a former a colleague of Vartan Gregorian here in our presence, uh, uh, Dr. Rukeya Bowers, head of library. <clears throat> and so often I remind us on these occasions of Vartan Gregorian's hopefulness, and dare I add controversy, when he announced to us that universities are not only, not only repositories of past human endeavor, they are instruments of civilization, and that's where the controversy lies. Instruments of civilization. He continues, they provide tools for learning, for understanding, and for progress. They are the wellspring of action, a source of self-renewal, of intellectual growth, and of hope. They are a medium of progress, of autonomy, of empowerment, of independence, and of self-determination. Yet at the same time, I offer us Wernick's argument that the university has a contradictory relationship with its surrounding society. None so stuck as in South Africa's instance. He continues that on the one side, the autonomy in terms of its axial values of truth, of wisdom, of science and so forth, and on the other hand, those who control the means of material production control the means of mental production. And the dominant ideas are the ideas of those who dominate. I leave that for your reflection. I'm also reminded that very few books are available in decent bookstores on what it is to be a professor. And in particular, what the freedoms and duties of this most senior scholar of the university, university are. In this regard, I offer you the reflections of Bruce McFarlane, a colleague of mine at the University of Hong Kong, who in his latest book, Intellectual Leadership in Higher Education, Renewing the Role of the University Professor, seeks to correct this oversight. And he argues convincingly that given the corporatization of the research agenda, and I say that with great respect, professors must reclaim professorial leadership and that they thus occupy a very special role, as we will see this evening in the instance of Professor Rubin. 
Specifically, McFarlane argues that the two freedoms, that of critic and that of advocate, are essential for professors to execute their duties, which he defines as fourfold, that of mentor, that of guardian of standards, that of enabler of networking and mobilizer of resources for others, and fourthly, that of ambassador for the institution or the discipline. And so this evening we will have one small insight into how Professor Rubin responds to this call for the return of professor, professorial leadership. And so now let me invite the Executive Dean, the Faculty of Health Sciences, Professor Andre Swart, to introduce Professor Rubin. I thank you. Thank <clears throat> you.